Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, my dear listeners. We're coming to you from the Christian Army podcast in uh, New Testament Church of God, Kawangwari, Agafe Restoration Center. We're very pleased to have you as our guests uh, today. My name is Kipsan Lokshivet, and I will be hosting the show. And uh, today we are going to talk about uh, morality, ethics, and uh, contemporary issues. That is a really wide topic that affects us as the youth. And... Um, I would really love for us to talk about it. So my first question will be, uh, would you, uh, first, before I go to the questions, could you please introduce yourself? My name is John Pepella. I'm member in ARC. My name is Laurine Nabuire, a guest, and I'm happy to be here. My name is Fela Bwana from ARC, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much, and you all look so amazing, amazing. So uh, I'd love to ask the first question for you to define for me um, morality and ethics. Okay, ethics can be defined. Ethics can be defined as the moral principles that govern a person's behavior, and morality it's what the society considers as right or wrong. Yeah. So so I think uh, morality and ethics are both marry because uh, there their expectations or there are a way that we should live by as youths. And contemporary issues are, are issues that affect us in present days. Oh, yeah. Amazing, amazing. So um, I think from that definition, we will have to go forward. So uh, another question is, how can we engage in discussions with people who have different ethical and moral views? than ours in a way that they can be faithful to maybe the Christian community and an unbeliever. Uh, I think the way you can just engage with, with guys who have different views than ours is first you have to respect them because if you respect somebody and where he's coming from and you also understand where he's coming from, it's very easy to communicate. You know, it's very easy to to, to even argue with someone who respects your views. It's it's easy to, to, to go along with someone who respects where you come from and understands where you come from. Other than someone who disrespects you and thinks you're wrong all the time, you can't tell them anything. So just engage in meaningful conversation in a way that you respect their views and you have to invite them to respect yours. And the way you invite them to respect yours is by respecting their views and loving them and, and, and being with them uh, in a way that is not disrespectful. And we also have to gain perceptive and try to know what is motivating on them and for them to understand the topic we are discussing with them. Mm-hmm. I think also let's have boundaries, respect my opinion and I respect yours. Mm, yeah, yeah. because sometimes I believe like, uh, yes, I might be saved, but whatever my deeds are, are worse than the deeds that an unbeliever has. So, yeah. That is it. On to the next question, because you're still talking about how to engage with people. So there is um, like the matters of sexual preferences or sexual orientation. We've had uh, the story about LGBTQ this year a lot. And uh, we've seen even an activist being murdered. Uh, I don't know if it was because he was LGBTQ or they had a, a, a love, a love, a love a story. But um, what do you, what, what do you, how do you view the LGBTQ community and how do you relate with them? I mean, there's a mission that you go into other people if we are, and that they are both doing the number one. That's just the match that I'm doing, you know, with the children, like, you know, ours. 
and we for many that we was people that men we was women right big yeah and if they go pay Berlin Berlin water I even know and I like but you can just the cylinder of giving so she just not the ability about and it should be spread them in the way they buy the business you put Dutch men people saw them and all that 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 ブルーチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルのチャンネルの
are, are from a past where they, they they have a lot of trauma and if you just understand them you you would you would find out they're just so some of them use their sexual preference as a way of healing right yeah yeah exactly so if you understand where they're coming from and uh it's okay to uh, you you'll find that it's okay to to be with them mm-hmm. and uh the issue about the clergyman or whatever those are the people that we should be I, I don't know because these are people that are ministering to us and they are like our role models but when you find that uh, the things that they are doing behind the curtains they are worse than the LGBTQ or whatever we have prophets in the bible who condemned about homosexuality we have prophets like Amos Jeremiah they they were against that Uh, but do you believe that there is a way we could um like communicate with the society in a way that they will um understand that it's not their choice to be to be like to have that se- sexual preference and that uh, we should just love them for who they are pray for them and believe that they will change do you believe that you can do that like communicate at that point i don't know i don't know maybe i've misunderstood you but i beg to differ i i think okay exactly no i i had been misunderstood it's it's their chase like it's a chase lgbtq because i had somewhere and and they were saying that you know you're born this way no no, no it's usually a chase there's something that always pushes them to something it's just that some of them don't even know because our jakachini and, and just reflect or discuss so it's it's usually a chase so uh and and sometimes we also make choices that are bad we, we make choices that are not pleasing before god and it's is the is the, the fact that we warm na kachin and then you reflect and then you realize oh ni hapa ndio nilienda wrong so to these guys who go in my lgbtq gang whatever sikao na kwanga na slang sometimes just i don't want to criticize you or something or whatever just we kuja kwa mungu mtu asikwambie usiende church kuzweni lgbtq because church ni watu wenyako na dhambi kama penye hosini watu wenyako na ni wagonjwa church ni watu wenyako na yeah we kuja church kama kuna shida hiyo ni yako na mungu wako mungu mwenyewe he will deal with you personally kama kuna dhambi you remember the story of lazarus wakati yesu aliambia lazarus afufuke hizo vitu zote remnants za kifo yesu mwenyewe alicommand zitolewe kwa mgulia lazarus sima untie that guy because kama kulikuwa na death kama ni sin Mungu mwenyewe ata ata kazi yake so mtu asi mtu asi kucriticize akwambie juu hii ni dhambi kubwa so huwezi kuja church no kuja church hii ni place yako hii ni place yako uh, yeah i believe jesus said he came to die he came because of the sinners and i believe that there's a big um there's a big gap when it comes to communication we we don't want to talk about it we are not uh, we feel like it's a sin to talk about it and yet there is no bigger sin than another lying is the same is a sin just like killing is a sin so there's there's no like akuna venye watapima atigani ni kubwa na gani ni ndogo still are the story of sexual preferences uh we've had we have a, a story, the story about uh, pregnancies uh abortion and all that stuff so what is your take when um when a christian girl youth gets pregnant what is your view and uh, what's your, also what's your view on abortion Uh, I think personally yesterday I was in a conversation with someone we were talking about abortion we were talking about euthanasia and we 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 had like uh, 
I think we disagreed at first, but in, at the end we came to a consensus. Because uh, abortion, when you read, you read the Bible, killing is strongly, like, it's against the commandments of God. Whatever, as long as you have the, uh, it's instinctive, you just want to kill for whatever reason. It's, it's against the commandment of God. But now it comes to a point where uh, the, 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 the birth of the child will, will mean the death of the mother. You know, that's, that's like, uh, you, you, you don't understand because if I leave this one to happen, this one has to go. Mm-hmm. So it becomes it becomes a little bit tough. But I think that one can actually be, be justified because let's say the pregnancy, you cannot continue like, this, it's, this, it's it's becoming a problem. It's becoming a problem to the mother. You, the the life of the mother will have to go, and you know when the when the mother dies, definitely the the, the kid will die if at the fika threshold plan. Yeah. So I think that's the only reason moment when in an Ezesema, abortion could be justified, but the rest not so sure. Okay, on matters concerning Christian pregnancy, uh, you might find by. You might find that maybe they were lured to do that, or maybe they were put in a compromising state or even rape. Yeah, whereby mtu nakuambia usponini relationship yetu na so because you want to save relationship, nona tu achani lembi. Yeah, so we are not supposed to disown them. Shaukubali tu vilawako wale watoto. Because children are blessed. Blessing, yeah. yeah. That's a book of Psalms, yeah. yeah. And now what's your take on pregnancy? On pregnancy, there are those who may get pregnancy maybe in different ways. Maybe you get engaged in with uh, someone's husband. Then you, So he has to do that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, no I disagree. Uh, having to, to end a life because of someone who's not going to marry you. There are those even when I pay a pesa, when they will see, they can pay even an expensive hospital. But now the, the problem is not like the, the, the price of the abortion or how you feel about after the abortion. The, 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 the problem here is ending of life. Ending of life, like, terminating life. life. You, you can't terminate life in whatever. Like she was talking uh, about rape. I've heard of stories of people who are born out of rape and they are great ministers they, they became great people yeah born out of rape so plan your god they say love is blind maybe we're in in that moment of love so i see aribu mapenziake because of that so he has but is it, I, I don't i don't uh necessarily i don't concede with that first because first Let's say you're in a relationship with a married man. That's why you're trying to justify the abortion. So the first, the first um, scene you made is you are you you grabbed someone, someone's husband, and adultery. someone's child. That is adultery, right? You have come now. You want to end life because of what? Because of a guy who's not going to marry you. Yeah, you no, know, some of them don't know. I understand some some of them don't know, but what we are saying but, is that killing is not. No, but at, not it, at, this, at this point, you know, by the time you get pregnant, that means okay. By the time you even get uh, involved with a married man, you are a young lady who is able to make sane decisions. And I want you to put yourself in that um, in that position where you're saying, "Will I be comfortable if my dad dates someone my age?" I won't be comfortable, but for them, there are those who are comfortable with that, and whereby we can't condemn them. We have to preach to them 
to come to Christ. Yeah, yeah. Hate, hate the sin, love the sin. And abortion is bad, but I love you. Out of your boat, it's okay, but abortion is not okay. Yeah, I, I, I realize that uh, some people might have aborted uh, at a time they didn't know Christ, and there is a prayer like you should make and confess to God because of that. And more, more so, um, we always say we we don't judge. So you've already committed the sin. It is time to come back to God. But there's a person out there who's not willing to come back to God because they, they, they that's a choice they're making. But also they can abort because of the fear of coming back to church. Well, because you fear how people will judge you and you are yeah. and you are unmarried. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that's a whole different topic that we should uh, counter. Is like we we should not judge. Like we say, we should not judge because we 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 make people get into sins that they could have avoid avoided mm. because they they fear that we can judge them. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, in as much as abortion is bad, killing is bad. Don't judge them. I still I still like you as my sister. You you my you could be even my favorite. But I know ukonyuma you tripped because every one of us trips but the the fact still remains that abortion is termination of life and that's against the word of god so yeah yeah uh, i i believe that um one thing that we, we are coming to agree together is like uh the communication that we should have with these people like they should be a, 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 a way that we communicate with them because you cannot ex- expect someone to come to church yet you 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 Judging. You are judging them. You're not talking to them in a way that they accept God. You know, like, yeah, I have come to see you. You're my friend, and I'm starting to tell you, hey, and then I expect you to come to church. That will not happen. So, at my next question, um, today, something that I like, uh, I, I really wanted to ask uh, Do you think your personal views or your religious views? could influence your mor- moral decision-making? Like, uh, yeah. Like your personal views, what you stand for, could it affect the way you you make your decisions? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because there, there are things that myself, I know, I cannot do. And 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 outside of even Christian morality, there are things that I, I cannot even do just because of who I am and, and because of how I was raised up. So my personal views, they greatly affect my the, the the things that people could consider as morality because uh let's say like for an example i cannot go to a certain hotel because of the way they conduct their things inside there you know it's it's not even bad to go inside there but because i just have something against it those are my personal views mm-hmm. they can they can they, they 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 can influence the way i live my life the way my my morals are and it it's always subjective. I find the rule of law, the way I think, as long as it's based in the Bible, because uh, there are many things that we can interpret even differently. So I think they really affect the way your morals are and, and your ethics and whatever. Hello, Yeah, I support what he's saying because when you soak yourself in the word of God, you'll know the things you're supposed to do and the things you're not supposed to do. And that will become a, a driving force in your, in your life. On that, I think uh, they say that the friends when you're not in now will reflect 
So you can't you can't say that I will be with those on LGBT or that or those moral morality. So I have to walk there to walk with them and also to guide them so that Mikitembe now Najua na Tembea na Mtumanye na least is on, on my path. See? So like yeah, I now you 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 believe that whatever like your your personal views will uh make you make uh help you make sane decisions yeah. like coming back to Christ. Yeah. Um still there. So we have the issue of peer pressure. We go through a little peer pressure like okay for my age right now the peer pressure that the, it is there now it is having a baby and getting married. Yeah. And at some point I think unaonanga now sijepata mtu wa kuniwa sasa afadhali nipate ball like out of out of marriage. And at some point yeah, I think nimefika hapo because you know like ah hakuna mtu sasa wacha nitafute nitafute mimba hata kama nitakuwa single mother like kocha nitafute ama jono naona sasa kale kadai mwenye nimependa nika ni mtu wa kwenda out ni mtu wa kwenda dunda and you know you're not strong <laughs> so at some point i think you may be swayed to like to to go into the clubs and all that stuff so what do you think about peer pressure what do you think about um what goes on with friends the peer pressure is iko kila mahali hata hata achana tuna huko nje church bado kuna peer pressure because utaona mtu amekuja na kitu classy unasema eh hey, nataka nikuwe hivyo i but sasa sometimes it can be it, some mimi sometimes peer pressure inakuanga very inanibure because i feel like eh hey, wewe manze umeachieve kitu aje niniaje ulifika hapo hebu niambie and then work together no that one is constructive but sasa peer pressure ni inafanya you leave church you, you you start you start doing immoral stuff now that's 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 the negative one and the bible tells us that we should not conform to the patterns of this world So that should be our guiding principles as Christians. Ukiona kuna kitu yenye nafanya yenyewe eh natoka kwa online. Just remember what the Bible says. Don't conform to the patterns of the of of, of the world. I understand peer pressures you kuwa. You can't you can't avoid them. Sometimes when there's ona kitu uko like eh hapana. Natamani kitu kama. So even though peer pressure wanza no if you if you let it to control you utajipata in lens utajipata kwa madeni utajipata utajishuta kwa shimo kubwa sana unataka like unataka na watu wenye hawako kiasi yako unataka kurol na map unataka kufanya vitu pressure Holy, holy <laughs> I cannot remember Ophelia at the moment. But he can remember. Let me tell you. There was a time I was in uni. Uh-huh. I was in uni. So we had like a, a clique of friends to go around ATVM9. So there was one of us. So most of the times something like that so because spend weekend so spend 2k 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 weekend so ile notion inakuanga kesho itajishughulikia 
nimetoka hivi mimi nimetumia pesa yangu around uh, like pesa tu kidogo yenye ameniambia hii itakusukuma for the whole for the whole month mimi nimeenda hapo yes kitu tumeenda hapo pale thika road kuna mall fulani hapo najua ni wote mnaijua so tumeingia hivi TRM nimetafuta chakula tumekula mzee bill kukuja kila mtu anafaa lipi ilikuwa 20 something 100 na sasa kwa mvugo wangu nilikuwa na around 30 something 100 unajua hiyo ni pesa yenye nafai ni sukume for the for the remaining part of the month because spend your pesa hiyo ile shida ilinipiga kwa wazee i want asito i sito i saw is hiyo hiyo ulitaku character development watch out then hiyo ni example ya peer pressure na since that time stage para tena kwa kwa hiyo shida so what a story yangu igwe motivation kwa part of usitake usitake ku experience lakini like, you know, sometimes utakangi na kubeba tu ina kubeba wewe unachelewa pressure hata ujui yeah eh sijui bwana kwambi wacha experience yangu tena uko na experience mimi niko na experience i think nikiwa karibu kumalizia form 4 there are those who encourage me that ukienda Nairobi kuna kuna kazi kuna pesa hey after form 4 i came to Nairobi where nilikaa around 2 years kazi hakuna hata shule bado sijaenda like so i had to have self control hiyo ndio ina guide sign kwa na baba akutafuta mbaba hakuna kitu kama hiyo hata wako wako na support pressure of the bank this been not going around story story of mbaba tutasema the next time mbaba and kukua bed 10 sio Uh, I know baba will just waste your time I, I know like you ata kusaidia if you don't I don't with something that we are moving with uh and it's it's the world nowadays so i believe that with morality with ethics and with contemporary issues what is happening is um we don't have um the necessary communication that we should have to understand what people are going through that's the first thing the second thing is we we as a church or we as christians have become so judgmental that we have find it hard to embrace the sinners and like show them the way okay let me not call them the sinners the people who don't know um christ or who are not doing correct things so i think what what we have to do right now is like try to close the gap try to communicate and try to like look for friends understand them and then um know the way forward So I know I know kuna hiyo story yenye mnataka kujua sana ya mbaba zata sitataka kujua experience ya Benten but uh, I would really love to have that on the next um on the next episode. Yeah. Um so it has been our time on Christian Army podcast where we are youth uh, talking about Christ for Christ and by Christ. I've been your host Kip Songok Chebet. I keep it here this and every Thursday on our social media handles. Um so next week whatever we are going to do yes we are going to have a podcast on the next Thursday but we are doing uh testimonies or whatever our Christian youth is going through so this time you're going to start from someone else and uh, we will see how it takes us keep it here keep it locked on Christian Army podcast from Kawangware uh ARC Kawangware being led by Dr. David Gilbert Bure So uh karibuni sana and thank you to our director we have a new director on set Anajita and uh, she's done a really nice job and our sound tech Victor Asante sana so see you guys next Thursday it has been our time and uh, goodbye and be bye bye
Hello guys, we're back at it again. It's Agape Restoration Center, Christian Army Podcast. And as always, we're glad to have you as our, our audience. And to today, you're having me as your host, Pepela John. And together with us is a very special guest. We know you've had that so many times as your host, but today you've decided to shift the, the paradigms. So we are together with us is our sister, and she's going to talk to us about her life, about her experiences. And, and, and we shall see how we shall be challenged and how we shall be built from our experience. And so welcome so much. We are glad to have you. Can you please just introduce yourself and tell us about you? Um, my name is Kipsongok Chebet. Um, oh, popularly known as Elwin to some people. So Elwin is my first name. So yeah, that was a name given to me by my dad and it means good friend, which actually is nice. Uh, Chebet is... Um, a daughter, a friend, a sister, an auntie. Um, so that is basically what it is. Um, also, uh, Chobet is a Christian. I love God. I was saved um, in 2018. Probably uh, the rest of the years, I just used to go to church. Um, so apart from that, I am a Lupus warrior and also an activist for people living with autoimmune disorders currently diagnosed with about um six or seven six or seven different kinds of autoimmune conditions uh Chobet is a teacher a writer a blogger i sing i'm a makeup artist um i'm a fashion enthusiast i am a baker i love to cook and the list is endless because i'm a versatile person because because there are some stuff that i know about you that you haven't even mentioned i can i can attest in the list is endless <laughs> yeah so you mentioned that you 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 you're a christian and before that i just recently learned because all my all the time i usually know my talk tibet keeps on going <laughs> <laughs> and i learned that like days ago anyway so you mentioned you are Christ, you're Christian and you mentioned you are you're born again in 2018. So can you just tell us a little bit about the experience outside being a Christian and uh, the experience being Christian after 2018? Um, growing up, um, so I grew up with a, I could say a single mom because my mom was widowed when she was 28, I was 3, my brother was 1, my sister was 8. So that was like 1996. Um, so like living with mom, uh, we used to call her Simbawa Yuda because basically that woman was everything uh, you could say a strict parent was. We were required to go to church, whether you liked it or not, to keep on going to Amapana. And um, so I, I would go to church, let's say to just warm the benches and fill the church because um, one thing is my mom and Kwanenda church. So, uh, so I like high school, high school life. I can't say I was the easiest child. Me and Ulan in Kwapatikana, noisemaker, suspension list, everything. So I was everything like, uh, you know, they only say the second born is the hardest child. I be, I know it's not like I believe, I know I was the hardest child and uh, it wasn't that easy. So I got, I went to campus. I, I was actually 18 when I was in first year. I had just turned 18. So I had a campus birth certificate. I uh, had a campus, it was like, Mama, you come. It's just me. There's no one who's going to take care of me. 
I do what I want to do. So I didn't go to church. Okay, the times I went to church in Kampo are like very countable because I kwa lazima. Uh, sikwenda CU sikufanya biashara yote. I was just in school. I was even ashamed to admit that I was a Christian. So in campus kuna peer pressure. Uh chebet drank alcohol. Mm, I know most of my family have never had that. I drank alcohol. Nilienda <laughs> dunda. Like you know, I was just being a typical a uh, girl free from my home. So nilienda dunda, nilifanya hiyo biashara yote nyenye zafanyika campus so that was me until 2015 i was supposed to be in fourth year so come 2015 2014 kimalizia attachment so i was in pika and then i was like um nilikuwa na skin enye ilikuwa inakaa kuban so and then i had turned light skin so like year 2014 kupita home my sister is like ah chebet have you bleached yourself and i'm like no you can see i'm using vaseline so i was not the kind of expensive girl that you think so natumia to vaseline and she's like okay sawa 2015 nikaenda shule nika nika like in february i lost my grandmother and come i came back home so and then after that that is when i started becoming sick uh, there was a lot of in betweens here um i didn't believe in god and everything but so unajua kuna kwanga na kale ka timeline wewe umejikia nitakufa nini nini so i did not die that was 2015 mid double but i was just like ah I did not die so it's it's just okay. So 2016 nikarudi campus in nikarudi shule in September I think nilimalizia shule 27 2017 July there was a strike in between. Uh nikakuja home got a new doctor nini nini 2018 now since Nimona sijakufa just like I I was like oh I need to get saved I need to admit it not because I'm going to church not because of my mom but now because um I have seen what God can do. So 2018 I went back to church. Uh the end of the year I was like uh, I have finished the whole year. It has been a bit easier than it was before. Uh so I think I need to like start um doing something for God. So we have this tradition in my church uko home like you write a paper for whatever you, for whatever prayers you want to God to do for you that year. So I think I wrote two prayers. One was uh work for God. I did not specify where. and then um, the second i don't remember the second because okay in which it got fulfilled so 20 like after fast so the first sunday wanafunzi wameenda shule and i am like um so the kimbaka presentation wameenda shule so i'm back him to monjo so i was like let me back up na ile to sauti yangu by then i used to lose my voice because actually my esophagus ilikuwa ime imekuwa ndogo So I I just became the backup because there was no one else so you just need to stand in the gap. So akaimba akafika somewhere akachoka and um akanipitisha microphone. I sang like I have never sung before. And it was 20. That was 2019 January because I just like told God um I want to work for you so I did not specify and the calling he gave me was to be a presentation person. So that, that has been your journey like most of it has been before you were born again before 2018 yeah and, and there's something you've mentioned you mentioned that 2015 you 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 planned and and set a time for your trip can you expand on that okay. so like i told you uh, my grandmom passed on yeah. so and then um, i went back to school i think for a week and then came back home because i was sick and nikakuja nikaenda hospitali they they did tests and everything and akuna kitu inaonekana 
so i think at some point kind of a doctor flani alikuwa anachapanga watu na nyundo huko kwa kwa knuckles kwa kwa joints nyundo <laughs> yeah there's there's a canova hammer they use for people with arthritis so uh, we did a test for arthritis so which came out positive and now i was told i have rheumatoid arthritis i was overdosed on steroids so that's like year 2015 and apewa dawa then they used to like have a side effect here migraines so one man that lose weight i am not eating well um so depression ikanichapa nikachukua simu nikaingisha kwa machi because i wasn't like in that mood i didn't want to explain to someone what i was going through so nikachukua simu nikaingisha kwa machi and that phone died so this is a time sina appetite silani ah ninaoshwa ninachaniwa nywele ukinipeleka nje kwa jua ni keti na uniache that is where you, you would find me because you had to like kunibeba because um everything was not working out so because of this whatever everything uh, the things that were going on i i was depressed so by i, I remember i was sitting with my mom uh, remember the relatives are not coming in to help things are becoming hard we used to like depend on we have some rental houses somewhere so your time um like your rental houses like you go katikati but now upepo ikakuja ikabeba mabats that was one and then we used to have a cow, we had a cow that was giving birth and that was where we were like thinking at tapata maziwa like ina ina time inaza dogi kakula like yeah kula ngombe What? So that cow died anyway. And then I am here now, I am sick. Now na vitu azie and so at some Sunday I'm just like seated with mom and one of her friends and I was like uh mom eh nitakufa mwezi wa sita. Like I do not have a problem I was just like not afraid. So you are inspired by this everything. Everything. Yeah, I was like mom nitakufa mwezi wa sita. Mtaninunulia coffee ya white. And I'm like shindwe. And I'm like asini ukweli. Because you know Paulani I used to like survive on one hour sleep sikuli ninge I used to just want food cooked by my mom ninge kwa rice afya rice na kula vijiko mbili and I'm done uh, so I think there was a lot going on so uh, at that moment when you passing through on that did anything occur to you I mean did like anyone reach to you and talk to you about God and such things and give you like hope through the message of God Now what um chani sema ukweli watu katika kwa kuja kuniombea uh but now you know you you're going through depression and at some point i just i remember i told people there is no god because i was feeling like uh this is just too much for one person to go through but so and then uh, one thing that ilikuja sasa ikani ikani like ikani tour from god um uh, i was um like people from my church would come and uh visit and then wanaenda ku gossip inje so i remember in this particular case there's a woman who came prayed and did whatever alafu akaenda so hiyo wiki uh, the, the thing that was ilikuwa inatambani chebet akona vinonda kwa mgongo i don't remember yeah it was just like a lot of things so it's like if a christian can just gossip about me and i'm a sick person what would they do to a person they don't know so at that point i was just like ah ta say mungu ishi because actually now there there's no word of hope so instead of encouraging you they 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 made you far away from yes and that is what i realized when someone is in deep trouble people love to talk 
Yes. And they talk in a very negative way. Yes. Yeah. So fast forward to 2018, we got saved. And uh, so experience here uh, after we met, how were you dealing with this? Because this is another story that we are, I'm going to ask you about, the conditions that you talked about. But generally, how is the experience? How how do you like, handle yourself? Having it? I'm at the properties of our languages in the end. That. So, before even we get to seven, 2017, so 2016, I was in church because I was in church. Okay, it's church. So that day I come to church. In fact, I was so late to make a... I used to love sitting on the back bench. And then our bishop is like, uh, before he preached, I was like, I had a vision. And in the vision, I saw a hand with a quill. And it was writing. And uh, and he said, I asked God what, what it meant. There are days I have uh, lived, like generally, and the doctor says, you have to have a colonoscopy and endoscopy. And what I name it? Other than colonoscopy. Colonoscopy and endoscopy, yeah. So, endoscopy. it's just like basically when I can get a camera in the tummy from the mouth and whatever. And it is Wednesday. And then I asked him, um, and it, he says he wants it by Friday. And then he can get a camera. How much is it? I can give you 150,000. From where? In a talk, I'm Even whatever my sister gets is very kidogo. So, um, I, I had friends, my friends were in Changi, I think 70,000 in two days. And then my sister's company also came through and we did it, but not on, not on a Friday, we did it on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so. So maybe before you even go far, we know most of us and, uh, and I'm sure most of us don't even know anything about us. We just had to make peace what we give our dream, what's, what's, we, we, what it's like to live with lupus. Can you give us like, lupus how does it affect you and, and all that? So, um, in the easiest manner, the way I will explain it to be so easy, it's just basically my immune system fighting me. So it's just my body fighting against itself. Uh, so the white blood cells uh, would see anything in the body as a threat. So... For some of the people, it will affect their kidneys. For some of the people, it will affect their heart, their liver, their eyes. Uh, mine mostly did this, the skin and the muscles. So I actually regained, okay, I've not, re I lost like 80% of my muscles. Uh, right now, I have gained like 30, 35% back. So I still deal with balance. So lupus leaves you susceptible to other autoimmune conditions. So the first, um, first, my first diagnosis was lupus scleroderma, which which deals with the skin, also an autoimmune condition. And then I had um, what is it called? Myositis, uh, basically, uh, um, polymyositis, basically to do with your with your limbs. So my limbs had failed. So like I. Right, even up to now, I still struggle doing my hair. Uh, like walking for a long time, I have very bad balance. So that, those were the f uh, first three diagnoses. So after that, I was also diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which is um, chronic pain and fatigue. And I was diagnosed with um, 
I think the last diagnosis was um, uh, chronic gastritis. That is what was causing me not to eat, and that's why I need the, the colonoscopy and endoscopy. Yeah, so. So that's pretty much in five of them already. Five, yeah. And, and I feel like. Talked about depression. Uh, yeah, uh, last year I was diagnosed actually with post traumatic stress disorder last year. Yes. Well, that, I feel like that's a lot to handle. You know, for those who don't know her, when you look at her, you can't tell because she's very, she has a very strong aura and she's always talking and squeaking. You can't even know that she's going through all this stuff. So tell me, uh, how how do you even manage to to have this strong aura and this strong personality, a strong will, despite the fact that there's a lot of things surrounding you that the diseases and these conditions. Hey, Everything you feel like bugs are crawling on you, you feel nauseated, you, you are just everything, you are diarrhea and everything. So, um, so uh, the first thing I think I do is, um, I, I let God into my story, I, I let God walk this journey with me. Um, and yeah, He, he is, it's, it's really funny how you come from not caring about God to just trusting and knowing that uh, if I let God he will fill me with the grace to continue so that's the first thing the second thing I, I, I came to is uh, I, I believe in myself I I absolutely I, I can't say I'm, I love myself I'm in love with myself because um, sometimes I think people will love you according to how you treat yourself yes. so I, I, I put myself first sometimes I'll tell you let's meet and then I just like call you and tell you I'm sorry I can't make it because First thing, I come first. So if I feel very off, I will not come. And then I started letting other people into my story. I, I, I know I've had bad experiences from heartbreak. Um, people just letting you walk your journey, their family, but you're walking alone. So I started letting people into my journey. And then I also, like, I think when I started writing my blog, because I let myself be vulnerable, I think a lot of people reached out. I have had uh, a support group, people living with the same autoimmune conditions, which actually for me has uh, built me and has made me see life in a different way. I see myself blessed because I am able to afford my medicine. But in my support group, I think at Asahi Nikikahivi, I know someone does not have medicine. Unaskia mtu anakwambia, come up on azathioprene, come up on a prednisone, or if you have exercise hcqs if like it's just like in the morning i wake up and i'm like oh god i wish i would have a chemist so that i give these people meds but it has made me come to realize that uh as much as i am sick i think i'm grateful for being sick because at least just that way i can understand what people are going through and i'm able to advocate and get the advocacy that another person cannot be uh and someone asked me how come you, you, you are not afraid to let your story, you, you just write? And I told them, I am healing in public so that that person who wants to heal in private can heal. Like, I, I do it because I want to hear someone say, just because of you, I didn't quit. That's powerful, that's powerful. 
So you've you've uh, you've you you talked about the Christian community and back, and so after like, because you told you say that you got born again and then you went to church. So has the the, the Christian family be, be of any support to you in this journey, like in any way? Um, I right now I'm very vocal. Uh, if you talk about me in a way that I don't feel comfortable, I'll just tell you. Uh, John, I feel like uh, you you crossing your boundaries. Uh, please just learn. That's the first thing I do. I have gotten a lot of support from my bishop back at home in this family. They they're always calling. They're always wanting to talk about it. My church has also uh, been very open about it, and uh, they ask about how I'm f I'm doing. Which, uh, like right now, it really means a lot uh, since Mom died. Uh, like the church has just come through for me in ways you cannot like. You cannot expect. Um, you just say that. You know that's amazing. That's amazing. And, and another thing that you also mentioned is uh, depression, and and uh, of late I've had a lot of friends that are succumbing to depression, and and you've told me you have PTSD. Is it also depression? Yeah, PTSD is basically post-traumatic stress disorder. I think also from I, I had depression that I do not, uh, I do not embrace. So. Meaning, basically, I did not go for, uh, I did not go for counseling or something like that. I think I just assumed I'm a poor sour. And then last, Nikapapoa for some time. So last year, after I lost mom, I think in almost this season. So I, there's a week I lost three friends: Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So by 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 the time in Africa, Sunday. I was just like, hey, what me kufa? Ata nakufa. Oh, that was last year. And remember this are Christian colors like I'm in Nakufa. So I, I, I have my dad's cousin. We're very close. So I, I I'm like, um I, I don't tell you all. I just like told him this idea this idea I wrote my own eulogy that night. That was last year. Last year. Like almost this time. So I think it's one year. So after I just wrote my eulogy, Nikamaliza, I reached out to some friends. I don't know what I was even thinking. So like in a text and um, I, I even posted it on my status. So I had two people reach out to me. So like for your process, I had Nika buy wine just the outside the gates. And then like, like, you know, the box, box wines. Mm. I chugged like this. Now, I said, I said, I depressant. So when you chug wine, like it's a liter, it, you're not stopping, you're just like chugging your wine. So you make a high. And then like I started crying. I remember one of my friends just told me to be praise. Well, I just told him, I don't have faith. So I, but he prayed for me over the phone. So Niliamka the next day, I uh, stayed two days and then I went back. To, I went down to Mombasa because I felt I needed a break. And then when I was in Mombasa, I called um, my sister's uh, friend, she's called Colleen, and told her, uh, Colleen, I'm in a very bad state. Uh, could you kindly please look for a therapist for me? So I come back from Mombasa, and I come to Nairobi High Shiki, because I started my therapy, but still, I, I, I had episodes of crying. Like, I'll just... My choice between a talker, I am feeling down, I am going through everything. So I am crying. So mostly if you find me crying, I'll be chatting with my therapist. 
So at some point, my colleague was like, Ash, you're not in a position, you're not in a safe space right now. I know you wake up, you see your loved one's grave, and then it's a trigger. So could, is it possible that you come and stay with me? So I go and stay with Colleen, still go for therapy. But uh, now with Colleen, yes, I had my episodes of crying, but still, it was so easy to connect myself because the, there was no big trigger. Yeah. Well, well, that's amazing. So uh, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm going to do from your stories is that despite the fact that there, there are many things that you're going through and, uh, and you're also strong in a way, there are those moments that you feel like everything is, is tumbling down and everything is like falling down on you. And uh, so, is your time? How do you how do you fight? How do you reconnect yourself as we stand up to be the way you are? So, um, I think you can also tell us about your time in your will you feel like we should part from your screen on the So, I have had a lot of moments. But um, the one that stands out was, um, so before, before I got my diagnosis of fibromyalgia, I had never heard about that. So, Niliamka was feeling so bad. My body was like... Just hearing on the terms, I'm just so scared. <laughs> fibromyalgia is, is chronic pain. So, I was feeling so much pain. I was nauseated. Uh, so, I, I think I, I just got... A slice, no, a, a, a mouthful of tea. I and so I slept on the sofa, and my sister calls uh, my pain physician. So I have a pain physician. She's called Julie. Uh, she works at Kimbelio, uh, Kimbelio Hospice and Living Room Hospital in LD. So uh, I go. My sister takes me to Julie, and Julie sees me and says, "I cannot, I cannot prescribe anything for her. She has to." go to a hospital and get checked because she has she's chronically ill so they wake me for gari so remember i went to gari so my uncle had to give her has gari so in the car in the car and they have to put um pillows and ikigonga bombs it's so painful and i just like uh, i recently like that strong in faith so i was like uh i am a christian and that i'm going through all this why why can't god see that i am so done fighting Anyway, to kind of hosi. So by the time we get to the hospital, my blood pressure is 200. Wow. 200, I think, over 150 or something. It was so bad. So I remember the doctor is like telling my family, have you ever had that term? So anyway. That's new. Anyway, And the doctor is like, we might have to admit her. And I was like, yeah, admission, tena. I'm like in the bed and I'm like, hey, hey, God, me, I'm sleeping in my bed today. I am not getting admitted. Where will she get the best care? People are there planning about how I'm getting admitted. Me, I'm crying and telling God. No, I think they're imagining that I'm crying because of pain. We say, we imagine to go hospital. We know the way that smell of the hospital, the way it smells. So I've had moments like those. And then I'm like, no, 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 mine is not a prayer anymore. It's a conversation. I'm just like telling God, no, I, I've gotten it. I need to go back home or I need, I, I need, I need peace. I need peace and I need strength. And, uh, and I, I read something about what you just said when Kuna Sema to me today, I'm never Zimani Lulehom and Lulehom. Yeah. Yeah, I read that all. And it's just clear that, oh, 
most of the time mungu anakupatia a way out yeah. that you pray to god na kakusikia mm-hmm. and most most likely is that most of the time you usually talk to your god and ata kama una feel very low very low you usually come out strong as you are i think you know you see um when you start having that relationship with god i know most of us are just christians but you don't have that relationship with god i think i've had a relationship with god where most of the time you know there there the bible verses that just like utakumbuka i am not so good with the, the bible but there are some things that stand out for me like romans 8:31 if god is for us who can be against us uh, and then it says in the bible they see i am the conqueror uh, the lord will not let me do something something and then there is the lord will make pastures for me you know um as like his, by his stripes by his stripes we are healed his grace is sufficient i think i've had places where i'm just like speaking those words not because uh, i know the bible but because th- that is where i gain my strength from that is where i remind god that you know it's hard but you have to come through yeah yeah but that makes a lot of sense so uh probably there are people who are living in the conditions that you're living with at the moment and they're going to listen to this and maybe they don't even know how to start they and maybe some of them don't even know they're living in the conditions so how how would you like to talk to them how would you like to pray for them so yeah i have given god i've gotten posts from facebook uh, and when i get such a post i will send you a message directly i will give you my number so that you can reach out if ata kama naona nika uko na depression you just need someone to talk to i'll give you my number and then um So probably most of the time someone will even approach me and ask me what they're dealing with. like I have a relative going through this and this and um I I will always like tell them um you need to see such a such a doctor where are you if it's Kisumu if it's a lawyer I think at some point I got to knowing where every doctor was and uh send them So most of the time I'll just tell people reach out and then at least from there I can you can nezapu add like in the groups in the support groups we have because in the you know support groups you'll find that we have a lot of people who are very willing to talk about their stories and are willing to work with you uh and then sometimes yeah unataka kwenda hospital you don't have cash we don't we, we are not an NGO yes we are an NGO but we don't have funding but at the end of the day sasingine tunachanga yes we have little tapata mtu mwingine anatoa 50 mimi anatoa 100 mimi sijui ngapi but at the end of the day you'll have gotten the support you need to go to the hospital to get your test to get medicine and then from there we'll just tell you to talk about it even if you're feeling like hautaki kuongea kwa group talk to someone you know talking to someone is really hard and then i just realized everyone is going through something as much as it's not sickness kuna kitu nye mtu anapitia siwezi jua ni nini labda ni heartbreak labda ni uh you feeling just uh loss death uh, loss of a loved one such stuff so i'm always thinking uh everyone is going through something and we have to be kind i think you know i think the society right now is not that kind mm-hmm. even just judging from our social media i remember one day i posted um a video and someone was just like had the guts to tell me now we're fora moko sure kwa sawa mimi na nikabuliza kuna chakula yako ilipotea by the way i was just rude but you know there is a way you can ask me why do you look different sir you know with trainings on the una kula and then they also make you puffy so yeah i know i look chubby but sometimes i'm just like i need in the trainings on imenifanya nika gain weight but uh sometimes i just tell god hey, people it's uh, it's the, it's grace of god so there's a way that people are not kind but i just realized the bullies are the ones that are going, are going through a lot but they're trying to hide it behind their words 
inductions. Yeah, that's very true. Cause yeah. most of the time they po- they say that the 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 dog that barks the most is usually the weakest. Yeah. So the people hide the people hide behind the words and behind the words that we are speaking. That a lot of insecurities, a lot of prob- problems that they are going through. Yeah. And also, uh, you've talked about uh, depression, and you mentioned how you became you became you decided to become vulnerable and share out your story. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you can agree with me that uh, part of helping yourself avoiding these kinds of uh, depressions and stuff is letting yourself be understood, sharing out your ideas, and expecting. Actually, what I always tell someone is em- embrace your pain. And go through it. Don't don't fight against it. You know, just um, it's okay. It's okay to grieve your your healthy your health. It's okay to grieve your uh, your healthy body. It's okay to grieve your lo- your loved ones because there's no proper way to grieve. But when you're going through all those emotions, it's a way that you're learning what you you can go through and come out strong. It's a way of uh, like achieving whatever you feel is uh, is 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 not achievable. When you we just let yourself be in that moment. Yeah, I've read a book and it has a very funny name. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving. So something, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I haven't read it. There's a very cool. I think Kuski or something. He was a writer, and then uh, every time he would write a piece and and get it out, nobody will want it. So everybody will, will tell them you are a loser. There's, there's no way you can make it right in this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So he, he decided to embrace it at some point. Akawana, I see how he make it. So akaitwa na mtu fulani when he was like also a loser in that field. Akambia kuja tufanye kazi. So he had two options. Uh, he either aache kuandika for good, I end up after kazi ngine na make a name. Or I aendele kuandika na baki kuwa loser because kila mtu amemzoea hiyo. And so he decided, ah, let me embrace my failure. Let me continue being a writer because I love writing. And so he, he started writing. And right now, he sold he sold over five hundred million copies. Yeah. And I said, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see. I see one chance for greatness. I just embraced my failure. Then you can kuandika your failure, and that's how I I, I came out of it. Yeah. So I I really agree with you. Mm. And uh, so you're talking about organization. So is there a specific organization that these people can reach out to, or a specific person that these people can reach out to, or maybe this? Is there a community that is out there that one is Akafika Ugo Wakasaidiki? So we have uh, right now I'm in three three groups. So one is called uh, scleroderma, lupus, and other autoimmune disorders. It's CLAD. Um, so it was started by one lady called Anne and Lillian. She's in the states and she was she she knew like um, there's a lot that is yet to be achieved about lupus. So still. It's not like in Kenya alone that we are behind it on matters concerning autoimmune disorders. It's everywhere. So we have that. Um, and uh, so we sell we sell merchandise like hoodies, t-shirts, just to support that one person who's not uh, able to give or like have the medical care they, they receive. And also we have get-togethers for all of us. You know, just coming together and seeing yourself in... Um, in ways like you know it's so funny because um most of us have lost how would i put it like me now i have a problem with my limbs so i was i was declared a person living with dis- with disabilities that was in 2019 i think 
So kuna mwingine atakuja anashindwa. Okay, most of us tukiketi lazima tusaidiane kuamka. No, no imagine a group of 50 people na nyinyi wote hamwezi kuinuka. So but we have friends who have come together with us and uh, we are always having it together. So that's the first group. The second group is a uh, Lupus 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 Entertainment Foundation also in Kenya doing the same work and then I there's Thrive. So Thrive mainly is a is a group where we do we try to use diet to help us in the way but also like it's it's a it's a platform where we we like encourage each other so all these groups are also on instagram facebook yeah just one social way yeah you had such a number the stories there okay okay i'm being informed by my directors and we are running short short of time yeah i know I, i wish you could continue so maybe before we just finish i know there are things that i, I don't even know i cannot even ask so is there anything else that you just want to put it out there that what would you about these conditions and living with this kinds of stuff like injured. so you know um i i i started being sick when i was 21 so basically let's say i have never i've never lived my 20s and this is the last year i'm doing the 20s and i'm like uh i when i turned 30 i want like a very nice birthday but i don't know how i'll do it uh so yeah i have been um At some point I think I I felt like I I wanted to be a mother. I wanted to be a wife. Um but now there's a challenge in dating. Because as you can imagine now you you have to go and introduce yourself now. Uh, like it's now I'm starting to tell you John you know uh yes I like you but I'm sick like this like that. It's not everyone who's strong enough to like love a person like me. Uh they'll see like you you you're a burden and they'll think you're too expensive um they they will judge you by your diseases and disabilities rather than learning and um appreciating who you are so it's not like um we 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 have the same things uh how about a question is just like i'm always like how about uh, you get married to me while i'm healthy and then i become sick later so um most of the time most of us have challenges actually dating or getting married uh, some people have been divorced mainly because they're sick Um, but actually yes i know we we will we often have i've told you kuna siku namka na unasikia vibaya uh i know it will create a lot of challenges in the family but most of the time i'm always thinking uh you have to just understand that it is there and we uh, most of us do not even wish to have that disease because uh honestly sometimes i'm more like if i was told to choose between having lupus and being healthy I'd have chosen being healthy but at the same time I'm always like if I if I if I remained healthy if I was that um like had finished school at 21 that means by now I should have been somewhere some place doing something but I knew that if I was healthy as at from 21 singe kwa nimeposaved my story would have been really different uh because mostly I was a go getter so I I I also had a job lined up after campus so which did not go as it was planned so I had to like quit school and all that so these these are people who yes they they may, may be challenged they may have um different capabilities as uh, uh compared with an uh, with an healthy person but 
we are capable of loving we are capable of being mothers and wives and everything and husbands because we have men also who have newborns so these people just need loving just like you do need loving and it it, it doesn't take a lot to understand someone uh what what i know is kindness and care goes a long way and i also always tell someone if you come to me today with pure intention kindness and care i will choose you over someone who loves me without respect and good intention and i have this amazing and um, uh, that it, it it's very clear to me that you have you have you have made up questions of every possibility that you can come out of your situation and you you really have the answers you you're really comfortable with whatever will come your way yeah and uh, i think that's that's always the right way to approach life to approach anything come up with possibilities you might not cover everything but would cover range kubwa sana so that whatever angle that problems may come at you situations may come you're already prepared and you're already comfortable with that yeah. and also maybe if we before we just end I'd just like to encourage us that kuna kuna was in asema i think it in the book of romans everything usually works out for the good of those who love me so any any other time when you kuna shida just ask yourself do i love god i, I love god everything is going to work out for yeah and i think here is very encouraging to hear from you it's very challenging is all of those things summed up together it's been nice talking to you thank you for having me you're very welcome oh. and we'll be very glad to have you again episode two but then because clearly we watch it was a good time if you could go down your episode to make sure you will make an handkerchief Uh, like it's now I'm starting to tell you John you know uh yes I like you but I'm sick like this like that it's not everyone who's strong enough to like love a person like me uh they'll see like you you you're a burden and they'll think you're too expensive um they they will judge you by your diseases and disabilities rather than learning and um appreciating who you are so it's not like um we 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 have the same things Uh how about a question is just like I'm always like how about uh, you get married to me while I'm healthy and then I become sick later so um most of the time most of us have challenges actually dating or getting married uh some people have been divorced mainly because they're sick um but actually yes I know we we will we often have I've told you kuna siku namka na unasikia vibaya Uh, I know it will create a lot of challenges in the family but most of the time I'm always thinking uh you have to just understand that it is there and we do, uh, most of us do not even wish to have that disease because uh honestly sometimes I'm more like if I was told to choose between having lupus and being healthy I'd have chosen being healthy but at the same time I'm always like if I if I if I remained healthy if I was that um like had finished school at 21 that means by now i should have been somewhere some place doing something but i knew that if i was healthy as at from 21 singe kon me perceived my story would have been really different uh because mostly I was a go getter so I, i i i also had a job lined up after campus so which did not go as it was planned so i had to like quit school and all that So these these are people who yes they they may may be challenged they may have um different capabilities as a, uh uh compared with an uh with an healthy person but we are capable of loving we are capable of being mothers and wives and everything and husbands because we have 
men also who have new boss so these people just need loving just like you do need loving and it it, it doesn't take a lot to understand someone uh what what i know is kindness and care goes a long way and i also always tell someone if you come to me today with pure intention kindness and care i will choose you over someone who loves me without disrespect and good intention and i have some amazing and um, uh, it, it, it it's very clear to me that you have you have you have made up questions of every possibility that you can come out of your situation and you you really have the answers you you already comfortable with whatever will come your way yeah and uh, i think that's that's always the right way to approach life to approach anything come up with possibilities you might not cover everything but so that whatever angle that problems may come at you situations may come you're already prepared and you're already comfortable with that yeah and also maybe if you before we just end I'd just like to encourage us that kuna kuna was in a semi think it in the book of Romans everything usually works out for the good of those who love it so any any other time in your konashida just ask yourself do i love god uh, i love god everything is going to work out for me. yeah and i think here is very encouraging to hear from you it's very challenging is all of those things summed up together <laughs> It's been nice talking to you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Oh. And we'll be very glad to have you again episode 2. Because clearly, we watched it. Make sure you make sure you catch it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we really, we appreciate you for, for being here. And so, before we close, because uh, we were having tackle all these things where we says in your icon because you can be able to advise someone maybe on a, on a struggle with the same thing that you're struggling with amata is not struggling with the things that you're struggling with you can be able to advise so uh, so if you can how we can reach out to you maybe your ig or your facebook your social media so that we'll talk um so my what is that from my facebook page i'm um, called kipsangok chebet um my instagram is the black warrior queen tiktok is kipsangok i think but uh, my my tiktok is not that active so um anytime you come onto my platforms uh instagram i'm a i'm a facebook uh kindly just introduce yourself uh and tell me why you need to talk to me it will be very good if you left your number there because i'll definitely definitely call you or text you and uh, we can have a chat and um, see how to help each other because i always believe that if 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 i hold your hand today and you hold someone else's hand and that someone else is hold another person and i think we'd go a very very long way so yeah yeah that's amazing that's how society is built you mm-hmm. help someone is he helps another one so we are very glad to have you next time to keep it up with you to answer some we maybe two hours to talk about everything you can be but we are very glad to have you and we are also very glad to have you our audience listening to us have been your guests Papella John so next week we also we are going to we start from where we we, we are going to start from where we, we begin our podcast we will be doing episode 2 of every topic and Nakumbuka the first one was leaving as Christian as Christian youths so make sure to catch us this Thursday and every other Thursday here at the Gapa Restoration Center thank you Mungu Abariki Sana see you 
next week bye bye see you